0: This is Alan. This is Brandon. And welcome to D6 Minutes, the miniatures gaming podcast where we choose a bunch of topics and talk about them for as long as the dice decide. All
1: right. So I think we do painting calls every week. So, you know, it forces us to do hobby stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know, not every day we make it to them. Sometimes it's late. So I'm wondering so- I didn't see you till late this one. What have you been up to for the hobby this week?
0: Uh, three minutes uh, well I have been finishing my last couple of models for assassins so they're getting pretty close I did the eyes honestly I've just been lazy so I haven't completed them I really should have just been able to complete them this weekend but I just played video games instead uh, and so uh, they're really really close We've got two Dalami and uh, the sunduk But. And Uh then I will be moving on to my 3D printed models, which I have. How long have I had my 3D printer for? Oh, probably like five months, maybe. Yeah, maybe like half a year. And I've printed off a whole bunch of stuff, but I haven't really painted. uh, Oh, I painted like one Vulture, which I think actually completed recently. Oh, sorry. Vulture, I meant like uh, a Battletech miniature.
1: Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. We yeah, don't, yeah. No, One don't, Vulture I'm,
0: mech. Even you'll uh, get that past so me. And so besides that, I've just been 3D printing. So I finally got through enough of my backlog. Apparently my backlog
1: is six months. Yeah. Uh, so, and so, so apparently I've painted more of your 3D printed miniatures than you have. That's, yeah. that's impressive.
0: Yes, so I finally started onto them. So I have uh, 20 miniatures mm-hmm. that I need to paint up. So this is going to be probably the next month or maybe two months. I, I started some of them, some of them are quite long, but mm-hmm. there's 20 of them, so it's going to be a
1: while. Oh, so once you finish those you will be way ahead, way ahead of me. I, I thought we should have a contest <laughs> of me having more of your 3D prints painted than you do, but yeah, giving kind of, you, you paint faster, yeah. I don't I think I would lose that pretty quickly.
0: Yeah, so once I finish these ones, I will get to move on to uh, my Blood and Plunder stuff. That's my next day. Oh, and I'll probably start working on uh, in between that, start putting... Some uh, Rama stuff for my Infinity armies. So I don't know why I bought the Bakudin stuff. It's, it's it's like I'll probably start painting them three or four,
1: six, ten months from now. Yeah. How about you? So I've been painting some 3D prints as well, but not from you because I got them before you got your printer, which tells you how long I've had them along for. <laughs> but they're kind of they're they're s they're from STLs. Someone on Etsy printed them from mm-hmm. an STL. Making group called Gamak, G H A M mm-hmm. A K, and they're kind of like cultists for yeah. like if you think of Warhammer 40k cultists. So I'm mm-hmm. just like taking the Warhammer 40k cultist color scheme with it's like sort of like magenta that goes a lot to black and then like all the steel parts because I, I don't know, I thought the color scheme was really cool. And it's not they're different mentors. so I'm like, oh, I'm not just mm-hmm. doing the studio scene because they're totally different mentors right? <laughs> so I'm not just. <laughs> exactly. So it's copying, but it's not like so boring because it's different... applying to some worlds. But there
0: are so many different chaos models. Oh, yeah. Uh, So I don't know what color scheme you're
1: specifically talking about, honestly. (laughs) Oh, so there's some of the newer boxes of cultists they have. Oh, yeah. One of the guys has a flamethrower and this, like, giant, like, horn, metal horn coming out of his back. Yeah. So they've got kind of, like, blue and magenta going on, which I thought the color scheme was pretty cool. So I'm like, oh, let's do this. Cool. All right. So there's there's what we've been up to. Do you want me to go for one? Yes, why not? Okay. So, on the note of 3D printing and Blood of Plunder that you brought up, what do you think, what sort of size of miniature do you think is too big to be worth printing, and you might as well just, like, purchase it from somewhere by doing, like, resin 3D printing? Because obviously there's the other form of 3D printing, mm-hmm. it's just, like, the filament. You mean, Yeah. So uh, how
0: how big is too big for resin? That you should just buy something, yeah. Four minutes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my build plate is... Did I, did I ever mention this? It's like, I don't know, three inches by six or so inches or something like that. That's the build yeah. plate for my resin. Mm-hmm. So I, I have been, like, thinking about or, or, or wanting to print this cool-ass crab like mechanical crab uh robot that i have the stl for and that thing is huge and it would take me at least two full prints like all the way kind of up for the for for the build to do uh so that is probably but that's not even the size of a rhino right the cool crab robot Uh is still like it takes two full prints going through that not the size of a rhino a lot of it honestly depends on you know how you can assemble your 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 thing but in general i've been thinking
1: that um so say how how many inches long is this crab robot just this so obviously you can change it but it's like default
0: so the body just barely fits on like it's a round ball that's around three inches right Mm mm-hmm so like so here's the thing if you have a a normal like rhino right you can orient it on the on its side so that it kind of fits right because you have a lot more z-axis you have like 12 inches like a foot of z-axis right okay so you can print something technically but it has to also be able to stay there because it can also fall off right your supports get more
1: complicated if you like yeah it gets too heavy
0: right yeah and becomes comes quite hard so like depending on how you print it if you slice it in a way like if it's like if you're printing off basically um like uh, uh just pieces like plates like each side is a, is a plate and then you assemble it afterwards you can get up to a rhino but honestly it's something rhino size is kind of hard or anything bigger than that like a land raider size is really hard to print off you'd have to have like an extra big
1: printer which there are ones that that, that do that but it it does yeah so it just seems like at some point using a crap load of resin it's like um is this is this even worth it like to spend your time but it's hollow right
0: so like technically Mm -hmm. the resin is still cheaper in general than uh the plastics because the plastics like like how much is a laminator? it's like a hundred a hundred dollars
1: American, at least, yeah, because really, it's more than a hundred Canadian for a Land Raider. Well, because the thirty k versions of the Predators, uh, like uh-huh. the gun with the turret and the sponsons, is uh-huh. like a hundred and thirty Canadian, and that's smaller well, than a Land Raider. Well, one bottle
0: of resin is fifty bucks. Hmm? So if you used a whole bottle of resin to print a mini, it would still be cheaper than printing off that Land Raider. Hmm. Okay, right? and. I don't think a land raider would take a full bottle of resin either, right? Because yeah. it's hollow in the center. So it would probably be significantly cheaper. The biggest issue you have is, like like we talked about before, uh, just the um, the bigger it is, like, sometimes it's just harder, right? And mm-hmm. the biggest issue is if there's a failure.
1: It's um, a lot that's, of resin that went to waste. It's yeah. a
0: lot of resin and a lot of time that mm-hmm. went to waste, right? Yeah. In which case, you know sometimes it's not necessarily worth it, right? Uh, so, yeah, so I'd say something, like, small... I would rather not print something smaller than a rhino, except for the fact that the rhinos are so expensive. Mm, okay. <laughs> it makes so, no sense, because technically rhino is not that much more expensive than printing off, you know, like, one character on a little thing, right? Because that's
1: the, the whole point of injection-molded plastic, is the plastic is super cheap to do. Yep. So, so I guess you're basically so, saying that, like, something dreadnought size. You'd be like, yeah, yeah, I'm going for it. Well, actually, no, you wouldn't, because you said the spider tank was... Well, the spider tank is a bit bigger than a dreadnought. Yep. So once you get a bit bigger it's than around that... you, that it you sucks, start yeah. It starts getting prohibitive, basically, you found. Okay.
0: Yeah, it becomes a little bit more hard, but, like, you can get it to work, right? The bigger it is also, the more likely it'll fail, like I said, because of weights. Weights start
1: becoming an issue. Yep. Uh, so that is also a problem. Okay. All right. You want to go for... Go for another one. I think we've figured out your inclination on that one.
0: All right. Uh, So this one is uh, for like campaigns or or events or uh, uh, tournaments. How important is it to have awards, raffles, or like some kind of cool thing to give to them, to people at
1: the end or during? One minute. Oh. Oddly. I don't care that much, but it might be Mm -hmm. because I've just—I don't know—I've acquired so many things. But I think it's actually really important because it doesn't feel like a tournament unless at the very end, like you have something to celebrate and just being like, "Hey, good job, guys!" I don't know. It just feels like there needs to be like something that person got that Mm -hmm. is beyond just like a thumbs up. Otherwise, it just feels like Mm -hmm. playing a regular bunch of regular games. So getting like prizes that you wouldn't normally just be like stuff off the store shelves or whatever. Mm-hmm. Makes it feel like a tournament to me, so that's my quick answer. How about for campaigns and stuff? Campaigns, I don't care as much. You can sort of just—I don't know. It's just like a story. A campaign feels like a story to Yeah. Me. I don't. You don't have to have so, like stuff. Tournaments so, are different. So
0: the reward is just
1: playing the games themselves. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Well, the, your reward is not being at the bottom. If you're at the bottom and your warband has his ass kicked.
0: But then, no, that's the part of the
1: story. It's like playing it the games themselves and getting the
0: story where your warband sucked. Like my warband, I think, was one of the worst warbands in the end until, you know, I got that plus five XP or plus four XP.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Someone's going to tell me, like e- email me or, or e- us or something, and they're going to say, oh, yeah, you know that you read those rules wrong and you're not supposed to get that much XP. But
1: yeah.
0: All right. All right. So that's that. Uh, do
1: you have another question? I do. This is sort of coming Probably off of adepticon but not quite. Mm-hmm. So just from seeing all sorts of different games there and from doing like Blood and Plunder and being like, uh, there's lots of like guys that got stuff going on with the people. Wouldn't it be like maybe cool to have a ship game? Because like space doesn't feel like real space. Like mm-hmm. maybe like a boat game would be cool. So I'm wondering, like, between the boat games that are out there, not that we know anything about the mechanics, but, like the ones we've seen a lot of
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: are, like, there's the Dreadfleet game, which is more of a board game, honestly. Oh, is which, it, I don't
0: know. I never, I never looked closely. Oh, it's just,
1: it's just from looking at the ships, mostly. Okay. And then also, like, Dystopian Wars are going, like, the totally different direction from Fantasy. And then also mm-hmm. Mantic Armada. And I don't know if you want to name another one, but just by looking at the ships for that. What one and Warlord you... Armada. Is it Warlord Armada? Semantic puts out a game called Armada. So that What's Dreadfleet? Dreadfleet's a games workshop box game.
0: Oh, okay. There's two more. There's a Warlord yep. one,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which is called Cruel Seas, maybe? And Sims. then there's one by the guys who do blood and plunder it was called Oak and Iron. Oh, yeah,
1: we saw that as well there. That's probably part yeah. of what inspired it. All right, so, what's your question, sorry? So which one of those, just based on the miniatures, would you be most likely to play? One minute.
0: Oh. All right. Um, so this should be relatively quick. Honestly, fr- from the miniatures, uh, f- when I think about, like, ships... I want to play pirates, and I actually want to play historical version of the pirate ships. Mm -hmm. Maybe this will be our, like, into historicals, because honestly, pirates are almost fantastic, and and how ships work are fantastical to me. You know, like Uh sailing ships? Yeah, well, I saw idea, when you were playing the
1: game, you're like, whoa, what happens with the wind mechanic? I'm like, oh yeah, of course <laughs> that's how I sh- Yes, yeah, it's the Winds word. of Magic,
0: also mm-hmm. nor- known as Normal Wind. And so, yeah, so the Winds of the Sea. So, like, it, that was so cool and fun to me. Um, I would want to play one of the actual historical ones, which probably means it's either the um Warlord one. Uh, or it's the... Oh, no, Cruel Seas is, is the historical one. I forget what the... There's there's a, a pirate version, basically. A pirate one from Warlord. So it would mm-hmm. probably be that one, or uh, Oak and Iron. And yeah. uh, I might be biased, because I just bought a whole bunch of Blood and Plunder stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say Oak and Iron for right now, just because of uh, marketing and brands.
1: Yeah, no, I think I like the Oak and Iron as well, even though I didn't name it before. because mm-hmm. just because like having the sailing mechanic matter more is cool whereas in the other games you're mostly like going under power mm. so yeah I think all right let's see if we so, can line it up I'm gonna start looking for it now.
0: <laughs> I think there's some in people Mart. I'm just at saying. least
1: it's at least it's not huge I'm like because those freaking huge yeah. blood and plunder pirate ships I'm like oh god based on just the look at that so I have to I have to put this somewhere oh my god anyhow all right so I do we have time for one do we require one more question in our so three four one one right mm-hmm we can do math, right? We we have to roll sure. up another another one. Do you want me to go for one or do you want to go for one? Uh you just did one, right? Yep. Okay. I can go, so... I can go again on the note of pirates though. Oh we were looking at something before from Privateer okay, Press. Sure, do you want to sure, ask about sure. that? No like no that no. Why want... don't you do one about pirates? Since we
0: already went on, on I was gonna do something totally different, but yeah, you do that. Okay. So
1: we saw War Machine still exists at Adapticon. Uh that's true. And still much smaller out, than probably its peak, but yeah. Yeah, we won't go on about the booth and its sadness. We that was enough. <laughs> okay. But from I guess they've put out some. They keep putting out new releases of boxes, and I guess one of the mm-hmm. relatively recent ones was the Brine Blood Marauders. And as mm-hmm. a troll player, someone mm-hmm. who enjoys their aesthetic, what do you think of the aesthetic of the 3D renders they put out for that?
0: Two minutes. Okay, oh. good. I was worried it was going to be
1: six minutes. We'd have to talk cause... about the sadness in the booth more. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. Uh, I like trolls. I like the trolls that I had. I like, actually, the the kind of, what do you call them, the pioneer-like trolls. Okay. Like the scouts aesthetic. Like the guy with the, what do you call it, the Davy Crockett
1: raccoon hat. Yeah, okay. raccoon so, hat. So, pirates, so i don't so they have a pirate aesthetic and that's not too too far away No, right? it's not
0: pirates no yeah, it's yeah. not it's pioneers that's
1: mm. that, i was gonna
0: say i don't really like uh the pirate aesthetic i like i like pirates and i like trolls and i might end up liking pirate troll actually I, there's some that i would like but mm-hmm. i just don't like these ones uh there's a couple of models that are not bad but I guess there's – I don't know. I don't know what, what what it is about them that just hasn't really hit hit them for me. I wonder if it's because there's just too many. I don't know. I think the oh, bandits yeah. looked cooler, honestly. Oh, you just, just the too much in one spot? I don't know if that's necessarily true because they released a whole bunch of bandits, like troll bandits, trollkin bandits before, and I really liked how those looked. And they have a similar aesthetic to these pirates. But for some reason, I don't like these pirates as much. So maybe there's just too many in one place? I don't know. It's
1: just something. Uh, I don't know. What do you think? I like how they at least look fun. Like, so many of the releases so far have just been, like, big machine and, like, big chonky dude. At least these guys have, like, something fun going on, which, like, harkens back to the old war machine. And, like, they have weird helmets and they're doing, like, weird poses and all that sort of stuff. So... And yeah, and the chunky look fits trolls
0: better. That is true. So, that is true. Their the mod, new models are a bit more chunky and troll trollkins should like do like fit that kind of aesthetic. So they look quote unquote realistic about how they would look, right? Whereas the humans they've done have looked, been a bit
1: squat. So Yeah. So my impression was I would actually paint some of these. Would I want to buy them to buy into it? The answer would be no, but I would Yeah.
0: And I didn't like their their troll war beast it's like a mini sea king right so like, they have a gargantuan uh giant sea troll before yep. and they have like a smaller one now and i don't i just don't think it looks as cool as like the swamp troll or any of the other trolls that they've made so i don't know it's a miss for me unfortunately Mhm. well it's, un- it's unfortunate but at least it's you tricked me by the way you got me so excited because you thought originally that these were uh like uh pigs so that the, they were pharaoh and my main faction is actually pharaoh so, in so my, it's the pig men and then i have trolls def- Yep.
1: Yeah. in my yeah. defense i went to their website and tried to click on the render link and it didn't work and then only <laughs> once we started talking did i manage to go find uh, another actual render image from another website they'd sent okay. press releases to so yeah that's
0: that's fair uh, but you did get me super excited. And I was maybe that's also part of what made it a little bit more sad to me because I was expecting pigs, which is the only thing better than trolls. So well, maybe in the future. All right. Well, that has been this episode of D6 Minutes. And I just wanted to say we're getting close to catching up to the D6 Minutes. So the Dice Over Everything main podcast. The ones so that we have 100 we are, episodes of. Yes, the one where we're at, we're, we're, no, we're at 98. So I believe this is 97. This might be actually episode 98 of D6 Minutes. I have to go check. Mm-hmm. I'd number them afterwards. If that's true, next time we're going to be recording uh, episode 99. Is 99 is uh, actually significant, or is it really just 100 that matters? 100 that matters. But okay. we will be, we'll, we'll have caught up, so we yep. will do an episode of Dice Over Everything. So this is the return... Either next time or the mm-hmm. time after that, because I gotta go check, like I said. Yep. so we'll be the dice over everything, the epic return will uh, will come around and I think uh, we've talked about what we're going to talk about. Do you want to kind of spoil that or leave it uh, for to to entice people to listen in the future? Well I was going
1: entice I was gonna entice people to make suggestions of what long form they would want to hear for episode 100 because oh. I think we already have plans for
0: 100. You mean 101 then? Yeah, sure, 101, the first episode of the new <laughs> season. Yes. Yeah. You know what? Send us send us things Maybe we can we can we can put that into uh the uh episode 100 kind of uh celebration. Mhm. All right. That has with that that uh I guess that's basically it. If you have any suggestions or any thoughts or any any uh other questions you want us to answer on the pet yeah on the next six minutes uh give us a shout you can uh
1: email us at contact at dice over com. yeah or find us on facebook where dice over everything this has been alan yeah it's been brandon bye